Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Joining me tonight again, of course, my sidekicks, Gypsy Mae Brown, a.k.a. the Gypster, and out and about, but still with a cone on his head, and currently sleeping because he's been wore out. My good buddy, Charles Nelson O'Reilly Brown, a.k.a. Chuckles. So if you hear them, as you just heard Gypsy jump off the computer desk, that's what you hear is my felines. So it's a special episode for me tonight, episode number 100. Yeah, 100 times I've been in here, and uh, since September of 2020, I've been doing this. And it's more fun. It's more fun every week. Uh, I wish we just had better stuff to talk about, but it's informative for me to, to find this stuff out, and some people find it informative for me to tell them about it, and that's what I do, and I rant and rave and get pissed off, and sometimes I don't get pissed off, sometimes I just like to tell people stories of what's going on in the country and in the world, and with being uh, the country and the world, I'd like to welcome another country. So I'm getting around. It's like 18 countries now, I believe. 17 or 18. The United Arab Emirates. Have I have a listener from there for last week's episode. Uh, hopefully they'll tune in again this week. Hopefully they subscribed. I can't... Not smart enough, I guess, computer-wise to figure out if people do subscribe or not, but... Uh, yeah, I just get the notifications when I, when somebody from another country chimes in. or So, yeah, welcome, United Arab Emirates. Uh, thank you very much for joining me for my little far away uh, Friday night now, for at least for the summer Friday nights, um, rant and rave. I said I wanted to make it to 100, and I would... Decide if I wanted to keep doing this or not. So uh, the 100th episode, I at least made it this far. And we'll see what happens after this. I'm not going to say I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not saying I'm not going to. I enjoy it, so I probably will. But I might, you know, switch it up and do different content. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's fun for me to come in here and get in. And some of the reactions I get, emails, and, and people I know that, catch on there but i mean i don't have a ton of listeners or anything i'm not going to get rich and famous but i enjoy doing this so with all that spiel in the 100th episode uh the song that i played at the beginning uh after the introduction was a song by a band i really liked in the 90s called silver chair and as a part of that song was the song is pure massacre so that's kind of way i feel we're living in uh, the world right now, especially in the United States. It's it's all this stuff's happening, and people are dying, and all this stuff for for no reason. Could it could have been done differently? Everything could have been done differently. Uh, so basically, we're just getting massacred by our own government, in my mind. And and I know the left will say no, it's not as bad as you make it out. It seems pretty bad. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you can spin it to be not bad. Uh, but, I mean, it might not be as bad as some people make it, and I get that. There's the, the people that are go over the over the top. I go pretty far down, in, you know, in my theories and stuff, but, you know I, know, I know it's been worse in this country, but I know it's been a hell of a lot, a hell of a lot better. You know, in recent times, it's been a hell of a lot better. 
Um, so anyway, before I get too far in, I, I want to do a correction first. And and I, I found this out, and then a friend of mine pointed it out that actually listens to my podcast here. He said, hey, you know that uh, the whole Helena Hutch, Hutchins case uh, with where Alec Baldwin shot her dead and, and that, that epic, I'm sure it's going to be epic movie, Rust. I just hate Alec Baldwin so much. And that movie just sounds fucking stupid, Rust. I mean, what a, what kind of a name? But anyway, she was not married to Michael Sussman. I thought I got the, my signals crossed that she was married to Michael Sussman, the lawyer for the Clintons, and that she had stuff on the Clintons. And that's why she got unalived uh, by Mr. Baldwin. I'm sure it was a planted hit. You can call me... Yeah, people do call me crazy, conspiracy theorists, but... That's exactly what I think happened, and he's a bad actor. He didn't even he didn't even do a good job of showing remorse, even on his TV blowhard interview he did. So she is married to um, uh, I think his name is Mark, uh, and I for, forgive me for not remembering to write his name down, but she's married to a, another lawyer in the same firm, is what it is. So it all kind of tied in, but. I, I don't want that false claims out there that Michael Sussman and her married. I, 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 got, I took the information I got and ran with it and found out later. So, correction, Mr. Deegan helped me out with that. So, thanks to you, sir. And I did look, you know, look up his name and see he did work at the same firm. So, my bad, my bad. I don't do it on purpose. Sometimes I just get, you know, half information and I... Don't dive deep enough, and uh, that's my that's one of my faults. I I get it. Sorry about it. Uh, so let's start with Idaho. You know, we had this Idaho uh, arrest of 31 people in a box, basically the back of a box truck, van, whatever you want to call it. Said they were arrested, and that they were planning to riot in a pride parade, and. I don't know. I don't really get the meanings between uh, patriots and having problems with pride parades. I mean, I consider myself a patriot. I consider a very right-wing conservative, constitutional conservative. Uh, maybe not so much a Republican anymore, but just a conservative person. And I don't have a problem with the pride parade. I mean, they can do it. You know, they can have a pride parade. Just don't get mad at me when I have a straight pride parade. And I bet they would. See, that's the problem with that. But I can't see a, a group of so-called patriots going to interrupt the pride parade. we got so much other fish to fry in this country besides them kind of parades. It screamed false flag to me. And, it, and I know, oh, here we go. you know. But, but look at it. I had all these guys, they're all dressed the same, which is not, you know, uncommon. But they're down on their knees, all nice and quiet, nobody's arguing, nobody's fighting, which I can see that out of the right too, because you know, we sit on our fucking hands a lot. A lot. But some of them had guns on their side still and knives on their side visible and, and so you a cop and you're arresting people that for supposedly gonna riot at a parade, but you let them keep their guns and knives on them. After, you, you know, you've handcuffed them and set them down, they still have their guns and knives on. One guy had a backpack, for God's sakes. How, how do you know what's in that backpack? You're going to tell them, oh, they searched the backpack and then gave it back to him as they handcuffed him? Come on. I mean, it just screams. 
screams false flag. Now, they did come out and say that there was a, a group responsible for this. And I only very looked, looked into a little bit. There wasn't a lot of information about these guys, but supposedly they're called the Patriot Front. And they're from all over the country in different shapes and ways and forms and stuff. I just, I don't know. I did, For some reason, I could not buy it. It just screams false flag, and that's where I'm going with it. I think it was a setup, and I don't think it had the charge that the feds thought it would. And people didn't, even even the gay pride people aren't clamoring for their heads right now. At least anywhere I've seen. It kind of went away very quickly. I think it was a, a, a faux pas on the FBI's part and they didn't make it look convincing enough they're getting to be bad actors they're gonna have to start sending the fbi to, to acting school and not the one alec baldwin went to please because then they'll they'll definitely be exposed because this guy fuck, don't get me started on alec baldwin i hate that son of a bitch but with that they're, they were trying to make a big deal about that while and this is why it could have been a distraction or a cover-up but there was a an actual plot to assassinate Supreme Court Justice and uh, Justice Kavanaugh, who's had you know he's had nothing but uh, troubles and people wanting to kill him, I guess, since he got in there. But what I what I have a problem with with this is is number one they're protesting outside this dude's house, and I've always said that about anything, even even if it's Nancy Pelosi or Schumer, one of them people that I don't like. I don't want anybody going to their house. And protesting outside of it. It's, it's just pointless. When they did it to Mitch McConnell down in Kentucky, I thought, it's kind of fucking shitty. You know, there's been a lot of times both sides have done stupid shit in, people, in front of people's house. I don't dig that. You know, I just, I, I don't find that very constructive on either side. Voicing your opinion is one thing. Going out somebody's house, that's a little fucking scary. You know, it, it's a little uncalled for in my mind. But the, but the one that pisses me off about this is Chuck Schumer. Because we're spending millions of dollars on this January 6th committee. Because they try to say that Trump incited a riot. Which we already know, everybody's kind of leaning towards, well, Trump really didn't incite it because the people were already there. He, they didn't even hear the speech. So whether or not he told them to go do it would be a, be a moot point if, he, if he, they're not here to, there to hear his speech. But anyway, and I think the January 6th will come out nothing. I think it'll lean towards, you know, uh, they'll say it's Trump bad, Trump bad. You know, Trump derangement syndrome will continue with the left. But pissed me off about that was Chuck Schumer going out, you know, and saying to these justices that you will pay and you should pay harshly and all this shit in his little speech. Then you got some guy wanting to, to wanting to kill uh, Justice Kavanaugh had a plot to do it, and they don't say anything about him inciting anything. And it's the same old shit. They didn't say anything about Pelosi when she was doing it back in the day in the election before the election. Maxine Waters, all them people. It's always the right, you know, that gets inciting, you know. And it, but the left does all the damage, and the right supposedly incites shit that ends up being nothing. But I thought that was pretty... I think fucking Chuck should get some kind of fucking charges on it for inciting a riot. I just do. 
if you're going to go after Trump, why can't we spend a little of that moldy money that you guys love to throw around and go after Chucky Schumer for, for saying, hey, these guys are going to pay. We might, we need to make them pay. It's bullshit. It's, it's, again, the hypocrisy of the left. It's all their way or no way. And I think it's pretty sad. That's just my opinion. Comparing it to, to January 6th, Schumer did far worse than Trump. I, yeah, I don't care. His language was far worse than Trump. All Trump said, we would march down to the Capitol and let our voices peacefully be heard. Schumer said, make them pay and make them pay harshly. That's a little different language to me. But I ain't, I don't, if the January 6th committee would not be, would not be uh, a thing, then I would, you know, Schumer's thing would not be nothing. But since January 6th is being made a big fucking deal, as it always is, this should be top page news. Chuck Schumer should be under some investigation. Chuck Schumer should be paying. He should be on the testimony, you know, uh, in front of the Congress or whatever the hell. Congressional hearing on Chuck Schumer's dumbass. But they, you know, they won't do that. They won't do that. And we're, we go into this one, you know, the January 6th committee. It started out the first night with Liz Cheney's crying ass. And you had the police officer talking about slipping on blood. And then, then, then the next day, uh, one of the police officers that that killed themselves, I guess, she was on there talking, kind of getting in, uh, you know, Kushner, Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump. And, you know, because they had something to do with the, the whole insurrection, which was not an insurrection, but so they've had all that. And then, the, then they had Mike Pence's advisor, you know, because a lot of people were pissed at Mike Pence, myself included, because I understood it to be, and this is just me saying I might be wrong, and I think I probably am now that I look at it, but I thought that the vice president would be the voice of reason and could say, hey, we need to look at this I'm not going to certify this election because there's too much hoopla going around about it, about voter fraud. We need to send this back to the states and decertify it and do all that. I thought he would do that, but and a lot of people did. And then when he didn't, of course, you had the, you had the hang Mike Pence and Mike Pence a traitor, and I, I jumped right in there. I think Mike Pence is a piece of shit. I think he's plays off as his envelopment evangelical candidate I don't see him being a very nice guy I don't see him being a very honest dude and not just because of what he did with Trump because Trump you know he, he could have just been a sore loser too you know it, it could have been a fact that he's a sore loser and, and, and he thought he should just be handed the election that it goes both ways it really does go both ways and it's just the, the amount of information coming out about these fraud cases. I don't know. This seems to me like there could be a lot of fraud going on, but you know, I've kind of went past all that. And then two years later, even, I mean, almost two years later now, a year and a half, the left still can't let go of Trump's their hatred for Trump. I mean, you know why they voted for Biden if it really was legit. And you know, that's a lot of people that are showing remorse now though. I mean, it's, his approval went down to like 30%, Biden's did. So, whether you believe in election fraud or not, which I do, but Mike Pence, should he have done that? He, in my mind, yeah, but 
really? He He's not the deciding factor. But he should have tossed it back to the States and let it play out. And, and, and that's my opinion. And that's just to say that if Piss Pants won, he won fairly. And we really got to do something with our election process. And, and the fraud can't be this relevant next time. It can't be... You know, it's almost like the hanging Chad back in the, you know, 2000 election started all this shit. And it's kind of been that way. You know, Obama won pretty easy because we kind of knew he would. He was running against nobody and first black president, you know, and and the Democrats finally got their wish and then he did nothing for them. And they still, some of them still look at him as the king prince of all time when he didn't do anything for the communities he was supposed to do it for. That's just my opinion on Obama. He did some decent things like every president does. Every president does something good. I'm patiently waiting for Piss Pants to do something good. I really am. I thought that one night, I thought he was going to get that fucking speech after the Uvalde shooting. I thought, man, this guy's going to own up and finally be a fucking decent guy. And then he had to spin it to the anti-gun laws, you know. So I'm still waiting, Joe. I'm still fucking waiting for you to do something correctly. The Build Back Better plan is shit. The Biden whatever health care act is shit. All this stuff, the the plan he had, it's garbage. Start over, do something good. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm really hoping you can get your act together. I'm not holding my fucking breath. And you might be the first one I can't have any respect for in a long time. I just don't know. Now, with with the supposed red wave we got to have coming, you know, in, in these midterms, and uh, I think it's going to be brutal. South Carolina had a guy that is definitely more on the right, conservative, leaning towards conservative. He won a spot. I don't remember his name, but I knew he killed the guy pretty brutally. <laughs> and uh, this Mayra... I think I'm pronouncing her right. Her name right. I hope so. Mayra Flores. She won the U.S. House seat in South Texas. Now you might say, "Oh, that's that's cool," but that's only one spot. Well, you know, this is a spot that that she's be the first GOP victory in South Texas in 150 plus years. That is quite the accomplishment. Not to mention she's the first. Mexican-born female to win a house seat. So that's, and she's definitely, a, she's voting red, baby. She's voting red. So there, there is a step in the right direction in Texas. It's going to secure that because it's kind of a, you know, it's been a border state. It's been, it's been kind of close every time. Hopefully we get some more power going in Texas with uh, some of the, some of the stuff going on down there. And, uh, get it together and that's a big win big win for the GOP in my mind now this new press secretary we got I really her name's Jean Pierre or something uh, I, and I'm not being sliding when I say this I'm saying but she's black lesbian <laughs> that's her claim to fame through the Biden you know inclusion and diversity program he's got it's whatever. If she earned the job or not, I don't know. But she doesn't have answers for anything. And 
They asked her about inflation. She said, oh, the country's in good shape right now. And it's like, what are you? What kind of crack pills are you taking? You smoking some heavy duty shit. But she swears it's doing great. You know, the food, the baby formula shortage is going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Hot Chuck. It's going to be okay and it's going to be all right, she said. Well, Abbott Labs is the biggest food baby food place in the in the country. They're shocked that one place shutting down was so devastating to 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 the food you know the baby food shortage. But here it is. It is it it was in fact very damaging. And so the Abbott Labs that was closed for a long time since February, whatever the hell it was, it was open for a whopping eleven days. And had to close again due to flooding. So, here we go back again with the damn baby food shortage. And it's it's just not going to cut it out good. Would you two, Gypsy May. Yeah, she's a little angry at her brother. She likes to growl at him, hiss at him, as you can hear. She's harmless. She ain't doing nothing to him at the moment. So, anyway, sorry for the distraction. So, uh, we'll get on to the, the diesel shortages. You know, they, they kept talking about this stuff called DEF. I guess it has to go in diesel fuel. And I'm seeing a shockingly number of people on TikToks that are truck drivers that go to. They're in Colorado and Iowa and these places. And they go to, like, Big Flying J and uh, uh, Loves and all these places. And they're out of diesel. That ain't going to play well for our supply chain. And it sure as hell ain't going to help with food shortage. And with food shortages come, people are going to want to pay. They have to pay more because people are going to gouge it. They're going to fucking price gouge food. They are already and they have been and they will continue to. And it's just, it's the way it's going to be. And so we're going to be, in a, you know, paying a lot more for food than we already are, which is climbing as we speak, you know, and this diesel diesel shortage is definitely uh, going to be impactful, if not real quick, relatively quick. And I mean, you can't avoid it. And if they're not being able to drive anywhere, they can't get through. We're kind of fucked, you know. So the, the the doomsday preppers are looking pretty smart right now. So are the people that go all cash, because you know if you got too much money in the stock market right now and you're kind of short on cash. That fucker's about to crash, and I'm a, and believe me, I had no, no joy in that because I depended on my 401k to retire in a year or so, you know, a year and a half, and it might not be possible with this fucker crashes like they're saying, because I ain't gonna make it up in a year and a half. So we'll see with that, but I mean, this diesel shortage is not good for anybody. It's just not. Uh, so hopefully. We get that some somewhat squared away, somewhat figured out. Now, um, they did come out with interesting news from the U.S. officials this week regarding the bio labs. You know, the 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 U.S. funded bio labs in the Ukraine that I've been talking about, that other conspiracy theories are talking about. People say you're fucking crazy, you're nuts. The U.S. said there's no such thing. Well, guess what they came out with this week. My number of 27 was, was the number I was digging and found. It's actually 46 U.S.-funded biolabs do exist 
in the Ukraine. And this is according not to me or Politico or the Gateway Pundit. It, it's a U.S. official statement. But it's just their only research labs. They they have no real danger to anybody. Yeah, okay, so you're, so you're concocting uh, woo flu and monkey pox and whatever, H2.0, whatever you're concocting in these labs. And I still believe trafficking children through there and laundering money. But that's not supposed to concern us, that there's 46 of them funded by the United States in a country where we're sending billions of fucking dollars to cover our ass and bury the skeletons in the closet over there. We're being blackmailed by Zelensky's and, and his regime, and they're just getting, they're going to start, you know, they're getting very little from other countries. We're fucking footing the bill for these motherfuckers in a war they won't win. And I, I don't even think they care anymore that they win or lose. You know, they're just fucking riding it out right now. You don't hear a lot going on in the Russia-Ukraine right now. It's just like, uh, law and all you hear about is money going over there. <coughs> and, I mean, there's other stuff that's being said, but not a lot of fucking hectic shooting like you would think. And it's, what, got to be a th three months in? What is it, February? End of February? So you're talking almost four months in? In a war that could have been over in days. It should have been over. There's a reason, folks. And I, and I don't want to be, I keep harping on it, but there's a fucking reason this is dragging out. It ain't because Ukraine is so standoffish and fighting so well. That's bullshit. <coughs> call it what you want, but I, I call it complete bullshit. And, you know, the, the, the 1.2 billion more we just sent to Ukraine puts it up to like 56.2 billion. It's a lot of fucking money we could use here, you know. A shit ton. <clears throat> I said in my last episode about all the SWAT members we could hire for every school in the country. But do you think the food shortage would be a big deal? If we could get some of that money back? If we could, you know, get up food from elsewhere? Get fucking the DEF shit that we need? We need to get that fucking put it back in our diesel? Or hell, you could probably buy everybody in the fucking country that's got a driver's license a fucking electric car and get what you want. But no, you pissed away the money to Ukraine. Like I said, nothing against Ukrainian people. But their government shit. They're corrupt as fuck. And we're just as corrupt. And now we're just basically payrolling these fuckers to keep their mouth shut. To try to bury all evidence as fast as they can prolonging this war to give time to hide all the shit they don't want out. That's that's my, you know, spiel. Now, Poland, they're for, they had a former foreign uh, defense minister, I guess he was. He proposed that we, eh, we'll just give them nukes. <laughs> Why don't you give them some fucking money? Why don't you give them $50 billion? <coughs> Poland, if you're so worried about it, because money seems to do the thing, do the trick. Nukes ain't gonna do nothing but cause a nuclear war that nobody wins. <coughs> this damn tickle. Every time I drink fucking beer and talk, I don't do this when I drink beer in a bar. I I can ramble on forever, but in the house for some reason I drink beer and I'm talking to you, and I get the tickle. 
I don't know. It's just the way it is. But anyway, I, I'd like to see some of the other bills, these co other countries. How much are they giving? Are they giving $19 a month like uh, the annual ASCPA is? Are, are they on a payment plan like that? $19 a month, you can help a Ukrainian child. Because I don't see them giving, nobody giving billions of fucking dollars away. And I, we're being played and all our money is just going. And we nosedive and the politicians and the elite, they stay fucking rich, dudes. We're the ones going to get fucked. They talk, oh, Biden's always running on the middle class. The middle class is going to love me, the middle class. I'm a middle class. I'm I don't, I'm not liking you at all, Joe. And why do you think I get my my nickname for you is piss pants? I think you're a fucking idiot. And your whole administration's a fucking idiot, especially about the Ukraine. It, this it's nuts. We're just giving giving money away and it's like oh man, it just pisses me off, but then I look at our neighbors to the north, you know, when this with this whole shooting the shooting started, you know, they distracted us from Russia and Ukraine and the money they're giving them by, you know, going to the anti-gun shit to get the to get the gun people fired up so they would quit thinking about the Ukraine. And believe me, I'm I'm pro second amendment. And like I said, not a gun guy, but I'm pro second amendment. Well, this piece of shit up north. And I talked about him before. Justin Trudeau. I mean, I I feel sorry for Canadians at this point too. Because they got this fucking tool they're dealing with. He's, he actually said in a speech that guns are to be used for hunting and the range and all that. Hey, all right, Justin. Yeah, a lot of people don't, you know, have any sinister reason to use a fucking automatic weapon. And they're not going to go out hunting, per se, with an automatic weapon. But at the same time, dude. You can't say what you say. You're saying that guns are to be used for that only. And it's not a right for you to use them for self-protection. To me, that's a piece of shit. That, that's horseshit. You should be able to use a gun for self-protection. What are you going to do? Throw a fucking shoe at them? I mean, if they got a gun, they're criminals. They don't give a fuck about the laws. Don't you understand? And and he's as bad as piss pants. He's as clueless. And, and it's sad. And the Canadian people got to put up with that shit. I'm not a fan of Trudeau. Put it that way. But anyway, that's what he bumble and stumbling ass said this week too. And, oh, my while I'm here, I see I got it written down farther on the list, but I'll talk about it now. Uh, Brittany Griner, you know, the the poster child for the WNBA and, you know, all these people wanting to go get Brittany and make deals to get Brittany out of fucking Russian detainment and all this stuff. Well, Piss Pants must not have no pull at all with anybody in Russia because she, her, her detainment was delayed. So she's going to be in Russia until at least June, July the 2nd. So this this is quit trying to petition to get her home and shit. She's not getting out of there till after July second. Okay, she had weed in a foreign country. Their their laws are different about weed than ours are, and you got to fucking pay the price. That's just it. 
I don't, I, I can't feel sorry for her. I mean, I, it sucks that you got caught with weed, but know the laws. Know the laws before you go to the country. I just, I, I get a lot of hate for that, but I don't feel sorry for her. I really, I really don't. Yeah, not just because she's one of them anti-national anthem people, but because she fucked up. You know, why should we have to worry about her? Why is she more special than anybody else that gets caught in a foreign country with weed? We don't send the fucking dog hounds out to get her. Labum wants to fly over to Russia and take her home. Let Labum do it. Let him spend some of his, you know, money. He can skip a Taco Tuesday for once and go get her. And it's just it for me. You know, whatever. <clears throat> I'm getting off fucking topic here, but you know that was this one I had written down. I just wanted to touch on it for a minute. Uh, so this week, you know, we've been hearing a lot more about my one of my favorites, uh, climate hoax. And as, as you know, that if you've listened to me at all, that's my number one on my list. <coughs> Fucking tickle. Is the climate hoax. I just don't buy any of the fucking global warming shit. It's like... You know you can hate Trump, but he he said it right. You know when they're worried about the ocean rising rising a tenth of a, you know, ten, ten inches or whatever it is over the next three hundred fucking years. Who cares? But now they're really having some ammunition. You got wildfires out west. You got flooding in Montana. You know, got a fucking heat wave all over the country. It's global warming, Mike. Why, why are you not more conscious of the climate around you as we're destroying our own, our own, you know, ecosystem and our, 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 our environment is just going down the tubes, Mike, because of all this horrendous carbon footprints we have and people fossil fueling and all this bulls drilling oil and all the fucking bullshit, blah, blah, blah. You people are fucking out of your mind. You're you're just out of your mind. It's not global warming. This shit happens a lot. You tell me there hasn't been wildfires in the West about every fucking year? There's always wildfires in the West. Flooding? Yeah, Montana floods. But, you know, they're making a bigger deal about it because all the people that live in Montana are okay with it. Because that are born in Montana and raised in Montana. They're looking at it a different way. They look at it as, hey, we were okay when we were here. All the people that wanted to be rich and come in and make it impossible to be able to afford to live in Montana want to build your hundred thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollar houses on a ten feet from the fucking riverbed. Guess what? The seasons in Montana are pretty violent, you know. It's really hot in the summer, and it's really fucking cold and snowy in the winter, and it rains a lot in the spring. So, it's your lack of knowledge that kind of fucked the new Montanians, and they're they're screaming foul, you know, it's global, it's climate hoax. It's climate, it's global warming, Mike, you know, you insensitive prick. I lost my $700,000 house. Because I, you know, built it 20 feet from the riverbed. And they have droughts out there. But you know what happens when they have droughts? And then all of a sudden, you get some fucking good rain. 
It floods. I got a camper that's fucking 30 or 40 feet from the river. Guess what? When it rains a lot, it fucking floods. It gets close to or has gotten into my my little campsite before. Inside the house. Shit happens. It's nothing to do with global warming. It's called the seasons changing. Shit goes on in the seasons. Get over the hoax, man. Even Greta got over the hoax. She was caught, you know, singing, shove that climate crisis up your arse. However they say it in England. She was singing it with them. Yeah. She got paid. She, could, she don't give a shit. She, she don't never have to work a day in her life, probably, for the money she made. Off of idiots that believed everything she said. 16-year-old expert on climate control. Okay. Oh, boy. And, it, you know, it, it's stuff like this. This makes me shake my head and go, you know, people really believe. And people say the same thing about me, and I get it. So it, it, everybody can have their own podcast if they want to. This is just my views on climate and, and, and the conspiracy theories I believe in. And, and and you can say anything to the derogatory if you want to. Just do your own podcast if you want. I mean, this is, it's, it's that simple. Everybody can do it. So, you know, anchor.fm. It's good. It's easy to use, you know, whatever. Another plug for Anchor, I guess. Oh, we'll get on to some gaffes. You know how I love the gaffes. The the Biden gaffes are usually the best. And there's some I forgot. I got in a you know an extra long episode last week. Oh my God, thank you for listening. If you did, I I just had shit tons. I had like seven pages of shit, and it's like I just had to get it out of my head and move on. But so I missed some gaffes because I was at the end there when I usually do my gaffes towards the end. And I missed a few. So, first one I want to talk about was on The View. And, you know, I don't watch The Fucking View. So, please, don't think I watched The View. But I've seen the snippets of The View. And the what I heard this woman say had to be one of the dumbest statements I, I think I've ever heard on that show. And there's been some stupid fucking statements on there. And, well, before I do that, I want to give... And I hate to do this, I really do, but I gotta give props where I give props. I gotta give Whoopi Goldberg some props because you know they had Kellyanne Conway on the View. You know she was in with Trump and she was talking, you know, about Trump and in a positive way, and the crowd started to boo. The people on the View, you know, they're going, you you, you know, they're lefties and. Some there's lefties, there's libtards, there's probably not too many conservatives there. Uh, being in California and with that panel they have on the view, it's pretty one sided. And Whoopi's always been a loud mouth, and I a lot of shit she says I fucking really don't like. But Kellyanne Conway was getting some heat from the audience, getting booed, and, and finally Whoopi actually said something correct. And it's been two weeks in a row now, you had Mad Owl last week. He got whoopee this week that said, hey, you know, guys, quit. She's, this is called The View, and she's she's expressing her view, so there's no reason for you to boo her. So I have to give props to Whoopi Goldberg. I really do. As much as it pains me, hey, you know, I will give anybody due that 
credit when it's due, and I'll I give him full I give her full credit for that one. That was a stand up move, I thought, on her part. But anyway, go to go to her her absolutely asinine co host. This bitch has walked out on the show. She's, you know, she's talked about uh, racism and all this stuff with Donald Trump Jr. And, and you know, he had to remind her that she wore blackface. And she thought, oh, that's different. That's different. Why is it different? Why is it different for you and Jimmy Kimmel to wear a blackface and make fun of black people the way, especially Jimmy Kimmel, the way he made fun of how Carl Malone talks in blackface? People forget about that shit. You forget how racist Biden was back in the nineties with the with the you know the crime bill shit eighties and nineties, all the dumb shit he said against blacks and people of color and minorities in general. Uh, you know, with the Seven Eleven, you can't own a Seven Eleven unless you have a slight Indian accent, shit like that. You know, smart kids can be just as good as 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 uh, white kids. No, well, how was that? Poor kids can be as as just as smart as white kids. So it's like white people aren't poor. So that leaves you know minorities. He said some stupid shit, but this Joy Behar, she was an idiot the other day. I mean, plain out idiots talking about gun laws. You know, and they get of course they're on a rant. They're on a rampage about their gun laws. Of course they were, but. <clears throat> She made the statement, well, when black people get guns in this country, you're going to see the gun laws change. And I'm like, did she seriously just try to say that black people don't have guns in this country? Do you not realize that 55% of the murders committed in the United States is by people of color? Yeah, black people, they have guns, Joy. I don't know why your parents named you that. They should have named you dumbass. Because that is fucking stupidest shit I think I've ever heard on a talk show. And it just it was this it was kind of bittersweet moment because this dumb bitch said it. And it's like I would have rather had her say it. Because then, you know, Whoopi, if she would have said that, it, it was coming off of a good thing, she would have been back in the doghouse. Now Joy Behar is the dog that she is. She's still in that fucking doghouse. And she's in the, the big dunce sign over the top of that doghouse. She's a fucking idiot. I don't know how she became such a dumb bitch. But she's killing it. She does a great job at it. Of, of being a complete idiot. And it's just my thing with Joy Behar. Wow. Black people have guns. So gun laws will change. Okay. <laughs> yeah, speaking of race, you know, we got to go to Piss Pants because, you know, Piss Pants, he never says nothing bad about race, right? I mean, he never says nothing wrong about race. He's on Jimmy Kimmel. And at one point he was talking to him. It was funny on Kimmel. They went to commercial and he goes, Yeah, I don't blame you. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, nobody blames him, Joe. Nobody wants to hear what you're fucking spewing, but the you know, liberals love it. You know, whatever. But Joe was on Kimmel, and he was talking about uh, you know, the biracial couple or something. He, he he says, why don't we ever see biracial couples on TV? And I'm like, has this dude not watched the TV since the fucking howdy-doody ages of television? 
You can't turn on a TV now. It's either biracial, it's gay, it's black, or it's, you don't see straight white couples anymore. It's just almost not allowed. Very few. I mean, they're equal, if, if at least with between blacks and biracials, they're equal to, to straight white couples. I mean, in, in the 1950s, yeah, you would have seen all probably white couples. You wouldn't have seen no biracial couple. But he asked why we don't see any on TV now. I'm like, turn the fucking t- turn the TV on, you dumbass. They're all there, but you know, I don't even know why it matters, but. He brought it up, so I'm like, that's a pretty fucking stupid statement. Not quite as bad as Behar's, but pretty fucking stupid. But the king of all stupidity, the king of all stupid gaffes. And I, I had to, I had to watch this like five times. I swear to God, I was like, there's no way, there's no way Piss Pants just fucking said that. There's absolutely no way that he said this. And I put it down as, as almost a quote here. As, I mean, I listened to it a bunch of times and tried to quote it exactly. You're going to get a kick out of this one. If you didn't see it or, or hear it already. He's had a speech of some sort. He said something about stable. I didn't hear if he... It sounded to me like he said in the same stable as Jesus. From the same stable of Jesus said the the reason we didn't win the Revolutionary War was because of a lack of airports. What? <laughs> the fuck? And I was like, I, no way. I kept rewinding the video. I kept rewinding the fucking video. And said, what? You know, I, I, I don't get this. What the fuck? Did he just say that? Did he really? The same stable of Jesus said the reason we didn't win Revolutionary War was because of a lack of airports. Yeah, if you can figure that shit out, if you can decipher that, let me know. And the the funny thing of it was is he said it and then he he stopped for a second and goes, oh, like, fuck, I just read something off a prompter that they were fucking with me. That's the kind of vibe I got out of it. And it's like, Oh my God, it was Ron Burgundy all over. <laughs> and it was absolute insanity when he said it. I was like, oh my God, whatever. I, at this point, it, it it shouldn't surprise me, but that one caught me off guard. Revolutionary War, lack of airport. Oh my Lord. But anyway, I thought that was funny. Oh, sad, demented, and sad, yet funny, you know, and, uh, wow. So, anyway, you know, I know I say so anyway a lot, but moving on to say that. The Look It Up segment, in honor of my friend, officially today, no longer known as Arkansas, she is known as Waco. She just moved to Texas. So, in honor of her today, she likes the, the Look It Up segment. So, I'm going to tell you to Google it, duck, duck, go it, do whatever you got to do for this. And I get a lot of hatred for this, and I'll get a lot of fucking persecution. Are you ready for it? 
The moon landing. We're talking about the moon landing. The moon landing was fake. Yes, that's my conspiracy theory. Look it up segment. The moon landing was fake. Now, why would you say that, Mike? Why would you say the moon landing is fake? Here's just some things to think about and look up and discuss among your friends or whatever. Uh, so I think it was all on a stage. Now, director Stanley Kubrick filmed this on a soundstage, probably in Arizona or New Mexico, somewhere like that. So my problem with it, for one, if I look up in the sky on most nights, there's a butt buttload of stars up there. Fucking buttload of stars by surrounding the moon, too. I mean, they're by the moon. We go up there and they're landing on the moon. Everything's pitch black. I mean, everything. There's no fucking light anywhere. And they say, well, Mike, space is dark. You know, it's dark. What? Them fucking stars are shining. Well, I can see them down here. They gotta be a little, uh, visible on the moon. As they are on Earth. They gotta light up something. They're right out beside them. You know, they're they're not, not as far away as uh, we are from them, right? Maybe I'm crazy. But then just stay with me for a minute. Like, okay, who took the footage of Armstrong stepping on the moon? Was it one of the other astronauts? Was there a film crew with them? I mean, this is kind of shit I'd like to know. The Boston Globe got a picture. They stepped on the moon on July 20th, right? And it's like July 21st in the morning. The Boston Globe had pictures of all this shit happening. How the fuck, in 1969, did we get pictures from the moon down to the Boston Globe and able in time for them to put it in their morning edition the next day? I, I, in 1969, we had the technology to do that, fax or, you know, how was Nixon on the phone with them? How do we have technology like that in 1969? It's just stuff that baffles me. And I think, and like I said, this is a look it up segment that's a, a personal conspiracy theory of mine. And me and a lot of other people. But what I'm going to ask you to look up is not, not all this. You can look up everything I just asked and see if they give you answers because I couldn't get any. Now the flag they had an answer for, they said, it was held up by wires. Okay, I get that. All right. But then it's like one time if you see, if you watch the whole moon landing, it's like dude drops something on the ground and he can't reach it. And he keeps trying to go down and it's just, it looks fucked up. But look on YouTube, Rumble, BitChute, whatever you can find. Just type in Stanley Kubrick deathbed confession. Now this, it's an interview with Stanley Kubrick. If you don't know, he's like uh, he did a Clockwork Orange. He did some other movies. Uh, I mean, he's a well-known director, right? And he has this deathbed confession where he talks about how he filmed the moon landing and some of the other stuff that's happened after that. Like when Buzz Aldrin was talking, and he—I don't know if he was drunk or what—but he said. Uh, Kid asked him about the moon. He goes, I don't know. We, we've never been there. It's like, are we hearing a reality check here or what? But Stanley Kubrick's deathbed confession about the moon landing. Look at, you know, 
Type that into Google, DuckDuckGo, whatever site you use. Safari, Microsoft Edge, Bing. Just look it up. See if you can find anything. To prove me wrong. Because I just think this is another thing they've been lying to us about for fucking decades. To get NASA funding, which is a money laundering scheme. Yeah, I'm going down the deep rabbit hole today because I believe NASA is full of shit. I don't believe we've ever been on the moon. I don't believe we've got Mars rovers running around up there. We might have them in New Mexico or Arizona desert, you know, out in California somewhere. And take nice pictures of them. But we get crystal clear pictures of the moon, but we got a grainy as fuck picture of a dude in a Dollar General that's just robbing the place. How's that compute? So like I said, this is my my look it up segment. The moon landing is fake. Look up everything about the moon landing being fake. Try to debunk it. If you can debunk it, you can let me know. But the deathbed confession of Stanley Kubrick. Look it up. Do whatever you got to do. Look it up. Because you know they lie to us daily. This could be a lie for... 50 years. And believe me, the guy that Neil Armstrong walked on the moon, he, he that town's 20 miles away from me. Not even that. I don't want it to be true, but I, every all signs point to bullshit with the moon landing. And NASA's a fucking mon, just a money fucking money taking motherfucking organization. So that's what I got for say Waco. I give you something to look up this weekend. Anyway, it's been a nice 100th episode. I appreciate everybody that's checked out my stuff. And I hope you come back if I continue it. And I think I'll continue it, at least for a while. Got a lot of shit to say. There's a lot going on in the world today. And, you know, usually I go a little long about every subject I talk about. But, you know, I can't help it. I'm long-winded. But, uh, you know been a good time it's been a good another friday night i've enjoyed talking with you or talking to you talking to myself hopefully somebody will listen to yeah yeah it's been fun so again email me all the debunked looking up segment fucking if you don't believe the moon landing was fake you tell me all about it the zero hour 2021 at gmail.com or how about you go to the Facebook page where it's the Zero Hours Vlogs, Blogs, and Podcast. And hook me up there if you got a message there. I've, I'll get that too. Until next time, though, always trust and believe in your own conviction. And please, please, for the love of God, stay safe out there, people. We'll see you next time on another episode. Of the Zero Hour. Say goodnight, Chuckles. Chuckles. Say goodnight. He's refusing to. Anyway, I'll see you next time. Peace.